There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines. We return in our study today to Ephesians chapter 6, this amazing passage on the spiritual warfare of the believer. And to this point, we've talked a great deal about the warfare itself and the weapons that God gives us. But I want to zero in today on our enemy. You know, it pays to know who you're fighting and to know something about the adversary. And so, in Ephesians chapter 6, we meet the enemy. Now granted, that's not the main emphasis. The main emphasis is Christ. And I want to remind you of that because our Lord is greater than our enemy. 1 John 4, 4, Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. However, it pays for you to know the one that you're going to do combat with all through your life. The Lord Jesus fought against the devil and Satan fought against him. And if we're followers of Christ, we should not expect anything less. Here are two verses in Ephesians chapter 6 that are very helpful. Verse number 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So we have the person, uh, that is the devil himself. Uh, this is Satan, Lucifer, the one who fell from heaven, uh, led a third of the angelic host to rebel against the Creator, uh, prior even to the creation of man. So he identifies him by name, uh, but not only who he is, but how he works, the wiles of the devil. Forgive me for not sounding very spiritual at this moment, but in my mind I'm going back to my childhood and remembering a famous cartoon and Wiley Coyote. And now I understand more than ever why they called him Wiley. Uh, oh, he was a trickster and he was a deceiver, and that is Satan. He's a liar and he's the father of it. He is the ultimate Wiley adversary, always looking for a way to get in, always looking for a hole, a crack, some place where he can find a place. And I'll remind you, it doesn't take much room for a snake to get through. And that's what he is. He's that old serpent, the devil. From the Garden of Eden forward, he's been looking for a way to get in. Uh, into the work of God, in among the people of God, uh, in to rob glory from God, and we must guard against him. The other verse in Ephesians 6 that speaks of our enemy is found in verse number 16. The Bible says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So here, uh, we learn something about his nature. His character is he is wicked. He's evil to the core. There's, there's no good in him. If God is light, and he is, Satan is all darkness. Uh, notice this adjective, fiery. Uh, in verse number 11, wily. And now in verse number 16, fiery. It tells you something about the destructive nature of, of our enemy and also of his end. This is where it's all going to end. The lake of fire forever for Satan and those who follow after him. And so Ephesians chapter 6 is very clear on who our enemy is. He's real. He's not just a force. He's a person. He has always fought against God and he always fights against the people of God. As a matter of fact, if you walk through Scripture, you're going to find that the Word of God is the record of many of these spiritual battles. Now granted, we don't know about all of them, but we're told about many of them. Uh, he began fighting in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. 
It's very interesting to me, but God made birds and the devil did nothing. God made trees and Satan did nothing. God made grass and Satan did nothing. God made the animals, Satan did nothing. But the moment God made man, put him in the garden and gave him a family, Satan went to work. Why is that? Because man has the capacity to fellowship with his Creator. And so the devil struck at the, the heart of God. He struck at the love of God. He struck at God's prized creation, the one who could bring him the greatest worship and also could bring him the greatest grief. Not only that, uh, but I think it is very instructive to see that he, he made his first strike in the garden in the context of the family. If someone were to ask me today, where's the spiritual front lines of this battle? I would say it's in the home. Uh, it is in marriages. It is with children. It is in the context of the family because God always intended that man would be in a family. God said at the solitary in families, God is the creator, Satan is the destroyer. God brings oneness, Satan brings division. Everything God does, Satan works to do the exact opposite. And so, he begins fighting in Genesis. He fights against Adam and Eve. If you come forward, you're going to find that he begins fighting every main character throughout Scripture that seeks to lead in the work of the Lord. Let me give you a couple examples. If you go to the book of Daniel, chapter number 10, you know the story of Daniel, of course, Daniel in the lion's den. But in Daniel chapter number 10, there's a portion of Scripture that is not as well known. It's a portion about Daniel praying, Daniel calling out to God, seeking the Lord. Finally, an angel arrives with the answer. The answer's on the way, friends. Some of you are praying right now, wondering if the answer's ever coming. God hears you. The answer's on the way. But when the answer comes, this is the message Daniel received. Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now, this prince of the king of Persia is a reference to Lucifer. It's an Old Testament uh, revelation of the enemy. Notice what he was attempting to do. He was seeking to halt answers to prayer. I think this is where the great battle is fought. Uh, if you want to know who is really in the warfare place, in the war room with God, it's the man or the woman who knows how to pray. And so, as surely as Daniel was praying, Satan was fighting. But aren't you glad God gets the victory? You find it again in the Old Testament, in the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Notice, in the holiest place, the devil pokes his ugly head up. It's amazing, but you can do any number of things and the devil will leave you alone. But you begin to pray and seek after the Lord and suddenly the enemy shows up. Why? He fears the God who answers prayer. He doesn't fear us, but he fears God. So he's standing there. Notice where he's standing at his right hand as a prosecutor, as an accuser. Remember, that's what he is. He's the accuser of the brethren. Standing at his right hand to resist him. So he's resisting God and he's resisting God's servant. I love verse 2, Zechariah 3, 2. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? That's what we all are, friends. We're just brands plucked out of the fire. And I love this, the Lord rebuke thee. 
You'll find that same expression in yet another place where Satan tries to fight, and that's in the book of Jude. It's an Old Testament story, but it's a New Testament reference. The Bible says in Jude verse 9, Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. That's the only conversation you should ever have with the devil. You can't argue with him. You can't reason with him. Just say, The Lord rebuke thee. But notice, even Michael the archangel had to contend with the devil. He had to fight with the devil. I want to tell you that we are in a spiritual warfare. By the way, notice what Michael was arguing and contending over, the body of Moses. I think this is a great lesson for us. How long did the devil fight against Moses, God's servant? All the way to death. I want you to know, to the day you leave this world and go to be with God, the devil is going to fight. And it pays to know your enemy. I want to come back to Ephesians chapter 6 and give you a few special truths. So read Ephesians 6 on your own. Ask the Lord to help you today to keep your eyes on Jesus because Christ is greater than your enemy. Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then, you may join us online at scottpauley.org or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today.